Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is the problem? You got all the questions? Why don't you listen to me and let me hear what I'm saying, okay? I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way and it's a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. And um, if you have to, you can blame me. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from all the people that showed up uh, to work on time like responsible adults inside my truck. Inside your truck? This is an unexcused tardy, senor. I I would call it completely unexcused. Um, uh, Dimly lit room, etc., etc., and under the tutelage of our general advantage. China! 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 Why is China... 
and why is China the general manager? They're cracking down on the good folks of Hong Kong. They are doing what totalitarian governments do, and that is squash freedom. It is the one thing they cannot take liberty, and they are ending it in Hong Kong. The poor Hong Kongers are fighting back, uh, but they are fighting a losing battle. Absolutely, and I I believe if, if you think this is one of those foreign stories that's kind of interesting but doesn't really matter to you, I think it matters. It's it's uh, it's it's a sign that man, China is for real as a global presence of um, a totalitarian government who that's willing to expand. Well, and, and they are scary. they are clearly of the philosophy that you're either growing or you're shrinking. Uh, many people say that about businesses, and uh, and China is uh, clearly has clearly made their choice. They are expanding as fast as they can. Boy, and I read an interesting thing yesterday from a, uh, what do they call people that are into China? Sinologists? Or yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, that if Hong Kong falls, as it's likely to do, to uh, Chinese rule, that Taiwan is going to immediately declare their independence, and then you're going to have a full-on world crisis right then. Oh, boy. Taiwan, which is a little island nation right off of China that China has believed forever is part of China, and Taiwan operates as its own country, and they're going to declare independence and say, no, 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 no. We're not going the way of Hong Kong, and then you will have a serious problem on your hands. Well, the United States will. I wonder if Donald J. will be in the White House at that point. He uh, has a little patience for backing down in the face of chaos. Well, this particular sinologist believed that this would be like in uh, in, in in weeks or months if uh, if Hong if this extradition thing goes through. So who knows? Oh, really, you never know. Oh, okay, but uh, but uh, man, it, yeah, it could it could get exciting fast. Anyway, time to introduce everybody in the squad. There's board operator Michelangelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. The girlfriend's looking for a uh, used car, so I called this gentleman about to inquire about this used car. Well, now he's leaving me texts and messages constantly. Oh, yeah. you got to love that. Yeah. And so I, I, at first I was getting mad about it, but now it's actually fun. I look forward to his call every day, you know, and I don't pick it up or anything like that, but I just, oh, there he is, you know, and then, you know, I'm thinking maybe I'll text him and say, well, I'm still interested. Do you have a blue one? And just send him on a wild goose chase for the next six months, you know. Now that's, now that's funny. Oh, so it's a dealer situation, huh? Yeah, maybe. But maybe uh, <laughs> what? The, what are you with the CIA? <laughs> Did you have like you know? Oh, if you had one that was robin shell blue, I might be interested. Anyway, call me later if you come across one. Yeah, I was thinking like blue with pink interior and you know gold wheels and yeah. I got the check written, but I really, really want one with like a fur interior, like faux tiger skin. Like so, I say, the check's written. Yeah, call so, me. This will be fun. I'm gonna enjoy this. You know, I finally got to the point in life where I, I figured out if I say to those people, look, if you keep pushing, I will never buy anything from you, ever. So right. it's not doing you any good. And then they usually leave you alone. You've got two strikes. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. Another person that shows up on time. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, NBC has announced their uh, five moderators for the upcoming Democratic presidential debates later this month. That should be plenty. And I feel like they're not really pulling their star power. They got Savannah Guthrie, Lester Holt, Chuck Todd, Rachel Maddow, Jose Diaz-Balart. I don't really, I'm not familiar with that. He sees the dude from Univision. Oh, okay. 
a um, pain in the ass. And uh, but but they're not. I mean, where's Ted Danson? Where's Jerry Seinfeld? Give me some star power, NBC. You are the National Broadcasting Corporation. Well, give, give me some pizzazz. This is a show. Have you opened the door, Michael? Okay. Hey, everybody. Jerry um, Seinfeld. What is the deal with Medicare for all? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Maddow. Now, I like Rachel Maddow fine enough. I don't agree with her politics, but she's super smart and everything like that. But if you had Sean Hannity doing a big debate, people would go crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Warren wouldn't agree to Fox News handling a debate at all, the news division, because of her ridiculous, overheated, weepy rhetoric. But, yeah, can you imagine if Hannity was included? Well, that would be ridiculous. Where's David Schwimmer asking all the candidates, <laughs> what's your favorite juice? <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, uh, he says, ignoring Sean's ridiculous premise. Uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, if Hannity got up and asked questions of uh, only Republican candidates from the point of view of his audience, I guess that's not totally inappropriate. Right, it is the Democratic debate in their party yeah. and all that sort w- of stuff. What bothers me is something that you've pointed out many times, that when it comes to the general debate, or, or actually even Republican debates, all the questions are asked from a progressive point of view. To the candidates. Brett Baer did that on Fox on Sunday, and it made me crazy. Yeah. Made me crazy. How can you limit a woman's right to choose? Well, wait a minute. Why did you frame the question that way? Right. What are you doing? Uh, There's Marshall Phillips, who does the news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing all right. Five days and counting, my friend, and I will hit my one-month goal of not making any scratcher or lottery investments. And I've hardly missed it, but I have to be honest with you, I've now been hit by the urge to start smoking again. Oh, oh really? What? That's yes. interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, that is that has popped up a, wow. a number of times in the last... I, I find the science of addiction fascinating. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. nobody's got it figured out yet. You thought they would have nailed it down yet. Yep. But it does move around like that for a lot of people. Yep. Um, people yep. that, you know, you, you kick one thing and then you're a sex addict and then you kick something else and you're... It's really interesting. No, it started about five days ago. I had a dream about smoking and really enjoying it. And I woke up and went, whoa, I had not never had that before. And then over the last few days, every now and again, I've gotten an urge to, geez, maybe I just have one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It, it's got to be related. Yeah. It's none of, it's stay none, strong. It's none of my nah, business. Buy a scratcher. It's none of my <laughs> business. And it would be just uh, like scientifically wrong to declare anybody else having an addiction to anything. But the fact that right. you're like counting the days. Yes. <laughs> Of how long yes. it's been or when I get to start again is yes. an indication maybe of something. You well, it's know. a habit, And it's none, none of my business. And right. I, I don't care, and it's completely harmless, right. so who cares? Don't but, we all have our habits? Yeah, between uh, scratchers and smoking, I think it's a pretty clear choice of which one would be yeah. a better one to go with. Yeah. I mean, that's not even close. What do you figure you're spending a week on scratchers at the height of it? Oh, and Tell me to, to go to H-E double toothpicks if you like. I mean, it's oh, none 40, of my business. 40 bucks a month. Forty a month? Yeah, ah, please. Yeah. <laughs> keep scratching. That's nothing. Yeah. You've got <laughs> a problem. No, that's, I that's a round at the. That's a round at happy hour. <laughs> Barely more than a dollar a day. I yeah. figured when I quit smoking, I was up to two packs a day. Ooh. that was about three hundred and sixty dollars a month. Oh back yeah, when You're I quit. So far ahead, please. Yeah. So anyway, but it is weird that all of a sudden Isn't that you know, it's come on. Mm. Wow, the brain, the brain. Yeah. <laughs> The human brain! Fascinating. (laughs) Gray, weird looking. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, June 12th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Hey, let's begin the show according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go. Uh, We still have the freedom to do that in this country for now at Mark. Now, I have to tell you, he's a different guy. 
He looks different than he used to. He acts different than he used to. He's even slower than he used to be. Joe Biden is a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) That is our clip. Perhaps up until November of 2020. <laughs> Joe Biden is a dummy. Oh, please. Joe Biden <laughs> is a dummy. <laughs> the way he says it, I gotta get it right. Joe Biden is a dummy. Joe Biden is a dummy. <laughs> is a dummy. <laughs> wow, yeah, we probably ought to buy two pair of that and put one in the bag of the closet because we're gonna be using that one every day. <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> it's 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 funny. It's funny, and I think most of us have just come to accept we have a president who says stuff like that. But are you kidding me? Well, he's a dummy. <laughs> well, what is crazier, a president saying that, or the the leading candidate saying the current president is an existential threat to the United States? Yeah. Literally, an existential threat to right. the United States of America. Joe Biden is a dummy. Joe, you are literally full of crap, Joe. So if you're going to throw literally in there, you mean you actually mean President Trump is going to destroy the country. It will right. no longer exist Correct. if he's president for eight years, because that's yes. what he said. That is what he said. That's a hell of a statement. Joe Biden is a dummy. <laughs> uh, counterpunch there. It's a good, good point there. <laughs> but we'll talk all about that later. What are other headlines? So Marshall? we have Chicken Little running versus Don Rickles. I mean, <laughs> what the, what has happened? What has gone wrong? <laughs> Can you lay an entire country down on the couch and analyze it? That's funny. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, the Hong Kong crackdown. We got an update from the streets. Former Daily Show host Jon Stewart's dramatic congressional testimony and what dads really want for Father's Day. And we do have to get into this back and forth between Biden and Trump, because if that's a taste of what it's going to be like for a year and a half, 500 and however many days, oh, my God, where do you go from that? The the country will cease to exist if he if he gets to be elected, and that guy's an idiot. Well, where do you go from there over a year and a half? No kidding. Wow. Uh, how's the mail? Well, what's it going to seem like when they start the mudslinging portion yeah, of the exactly. campaign? <laughs> how's the mailbag look? Oh, it's very very nice. We have a great email from a longtime fag friend of Armstrong and Getty who lives in in Hong Kong. Who wants wow. to tell us about um, the protests? That will probably be a, a segment in and of itself. But yeah, we've had plenty of good uh, mailback. Interesting stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Those are some brave people on the streets in Hong Kong, because your face is going to be on a list somewhere, and you could spend the rest of your life in prison or certainly not have any job opportunities or anything, any upward mobility Oh yeah, in China. Oh, yeah. Of course, you feel like you're fighting for the freedom of your, uh, your, your family. Yeah, we're going to talk about this more, but that gal who's the, uh, whatever their, her title is, the head of Hong Kong at this point, appointed by the Chinese, is uh, one 
cold drone of a communist plant. Yeah. I mean, she is straight out of Orwell. Amazing. This law was not ordered by China. I have not consulted with the Chinese central government. This is for the good of the people of Hong Kong. Oh, my God. She's, well, she's like out of a movie. <sighs> Mailbag. Yeah, it's funny. I had a, there it is. I had a, a personal exchange with a, uh, a listener who I actually kind of sort of knew uh, through one of my kids. Didn't realize she was a listener. Um, talking about all snowflakeism and how it's extended down from colleges to high schools now and made teaching extremely difficult. I'm not going to read you the email because, you know, I didn't get clearance to do that, really, but because it's, it's kind of personal and specific. But the uh, uh, storming out of class because you don't like the way something's being taught and the uh, administration falling all over themselves on the student side because they're just afraid is really, really troubling. Yeah. Anyway. That's Perhaps something. more on that down the line. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got something to add to that too. But yeah, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day uh, from. Uh, well, I, I, I was trying to choose between Malcolm X and Abraham Lincoln. Maybe I'll do them both. Uh, Malcolm X says nobody can give you freedom. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. If you're a man, you take it. Uh, I would, you know, I would say that's a little sexist, and I'm triggered by that. If you're a man or a woman, a real woman, you'll take it. I always highly recommend the autobiography of Malcolm X as a great book to read. Mm. Oh, so he ends up on the right side of things. Well, I would and then he's agree. killed. And then he's killed for it. Right, right by the Nation of Islam. Right. Yes, on the yeah. day I was born, actually. How interesting! Uh, Abraham Lincoln, who was the president of the United States at one time, at one time, said, "America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves." He's yeah, absolutely true. It is true. That's that seems to be the case with uh, most nations. They do that. I mean, I don't know. Nitpicking. At some point, a country takes you over, but it's because you've come become so weak from the inside that you're easily taken over. Right. Yeah. With you know some obvious uh, exceptions, but yeah, certainly for the uh, purposes of of our audience in the United States of America, yeah, we will have to hollow ourselves out from within. Roman Empire collapsed from within. Chance. Soviet Empire collapsed from within. Sure. Uh, Tuesday, you're talking about various uh, Politico's walkout songs. Perfect for Joe Biden. See me, feel me, touch me, sniff me by The Who. It's actually not the correct title of the song, Ed. But sniff me. It's Ed from beautiful Forest Grove, Oregon. We appreciate the, uh, the thought, though. <laughs> Joe Biden is a dummy. Oddly enough, most of the other lyrics to this song also work with a little change here and there. You know, I'd have to think about it, Ed, but that is uh, one of my all-time faves. I appreciate that. Um, also, uh, Carol who uh, is formerly a Californian, fled all the way to Germany. How about that? And is listening via uh, the iHeart app. Don't know you need to go that far. Certainly there are all sorts of ways to get the show, because we're stupid, but uh, you already have an international show. She writes, uh, you mentioned the walk-on songs for several Democratic candidates. The DNC in general could use Send in the Clowns. That's uh, <laughs> wow. That's nice. I, 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 I think that's sarcastic, Carol, and I don't appreciate the... You know, normally Americans, when they're abroad, will not criticize. Wait a minute. Mm. That's, no, there's no such thing. Uh, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Ah, 
Uh, this is it's funny. Sly writes, I started listening to you guys when I was five. Now I'm 65. Time flies. <laughs> then he quotes Kamala Harris stating the following. I'm sure you can find the audio if you want to. I don't. I think that Facebook has experienced massive growth and has prioritized its growth over the best interests of its consumers, especially on the issue of privacy. There's no question in my mind that there needs to be serious regulation. That's not been happening. There needs to be more oversight. That's not been happening. Uh, Well, based on her reasoning, writes Sly, I think it's time to break up the government. I think the government has experienced massive growth and has prioritized its growth over the best interests of its consumers. That's pretty good. That's a brilliant point, Sly, and well said, my friend. Yeah, that tech stuff is interesting and complicated. We'll have to get into that more a little bit later. And we shall. And that might end up being a big presidential election uh, issue. So stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. So, man, there's a lot of talk to, uh, no, talk about, not talk to. There's a lot to talk about on the show today. I hear you talking around what you want to talk about. It's here. It's not coming. It's not soon. It's here. Here. Deep fakes, my friend. Deep fakes. Holy cats. We were watching it in the office. Unbelievable. We'll play you the audio, but a a celebrity, a politician, a, a famous person, a person of importance on camera, looking right into the camera, perfect video and audio quality, saying something they have never said in their lives, utterly authentic. Okay, I want to see that. It is here. Believe nothing and believe everything, but nothing. So, um, also, there's a funny thing on the on social media right now. You know, things catch on every now and then, get hot. And all the I funniest, think they call them memes. All the funniest people in the world join in. There's yes. a really funny meme going right now we'll have to uh, cool. steal. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, thousands are back on the streets of Hong Kong. The head of Hong Kong's Legislative Council announcing a meeting's been delayed by the protest against those proposed extradition legislation that has been uh, postponed until further notice. Yeah, that, that postponement is the, uh, uh, a single flap of a butterfly's wings in history. It will amount to nothing. Go ahead, Marshall. Well, I don't. Do you have the the announcement by the head of Hong Kong that uh, Orwell chick? No, I don't. That she's now declared it officially a riot, which means anyone caught participating can be sentenced to ten years in prison merely for being on scene. Ten years in wow. prison. Yes. Wow. Meanwhile, the uh, best uh, facial recognition and then surveillance uh, gear in the world is being utilized. By the uh, communist Chinese government to figure out exactly who is well, com- participating. Com- and Combined with the right. threats of other people to out you. Right. So I catch you and I say, who is with you? And if you don't tell me, I'm going to torture you. Right. And one of the benefits of being China or Russia, these countries, if you get somebody who wasn't actually there, you don't care. Nope. So you just get as many people as you can. Right. Exactly. I'll tell you what. Dark days, yeah. man. We've said this a lot. You protesters in the United States who put the thing over your face to look like other protesters around the world are such... I almost used the word we're not supposed to use. Go ahead. Do it! 
<laughs> you're a you're a pretend protester covering your face because uh, what if they find out? No, that doesn't happen in the United States. In other countries, you have to cover your face because you'll end up dead or in prison if the if the government catches you actually protesting in the street. Well, and I would suggest that the trustafarian jackass pieces of crap who do that in the United States smashing a Starbucks window with a bandana over the face because they know nothing's ever going to actually happen to them. Right. Not only are you ridiculous and a parody, and you're just an ass. You make a mockery of the people who actually live under oppression in the world. You are the worst sort of self-indulgent, pathetic show-off. You disgust me. Yeah, so they had a million people in the peaceful yeah. protest the other day. Now it's a uh, it's a for real. The police are standing. We're watching the video with tear gas, and at some point they're going to move forward with those batons and start wailing on people. And they're going to put you in prison for 10 years if they find Se- out you're there. 7.4 yeah. million people are watching their freedom become oppression. And they're unhappy about it. And I would suggest there's virtually nothing they can do about it. We'll see. Former Daily Show host John Stewart lashed out at Congress yesterday in testimony before the House Judiciary Subcommittee. Angry over the failure to ensure that a compensation fund set up to pay for medical care for the 9-11 first responders who become sick never runs out of money. Now, Stewart, acknowledging the responders who came to the hearing while criticizing lawmakers for only a few of them being there. Sick and dying, they brought themselves down here to speak to no one. It's shameful. It's an embarrassment to the country, and it is a stain on this institution. And you should be ashamed of yourselves for those that aren't here, but you won't be. Because accountability doesn't appear to be something that occurs in this chamber. Stewart going on to add, They did their jobs. Courage, grace, tenacity, humility. 18 years later, do yours. Well, keep uh, keep keeping more power on that government, John. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll play the whole thing for you later. It's pretty compelling. It's pretty good. And you, he could have been speaking about any number of issues. Oh my gosh! That yes. the government can't get off their bottom and and deal with and say, okay, I know I'm Republican, you're Democrat. We got to right. fix this. So let's come up with a solution. That 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 doesn't happen. And it's uh, well, it's maddening. As you could hear, he was pretty mad. Boy, I was uh, listening to the uh, the terrible, terrible CNN this morning. I, uh, I I punish myself for my sins on the way in just to save God the problem, uh, and I punish myself by listening to CNN. But they had Dick Durbin on, the utterly uh, truth deprived senator from Illinois, and they hit him with the number from the uh, acting uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, informing him that roughly ninety percent of uh, asylum seekers don't show up for the hearings; they just melt right. in the country. And he said, "Well, that's because they uh, they need better legal counsel." And the the process is very confusing, and they don't know when to show up. And uh, so he was claiming that the people melt in the country and just become illegals uh, because they're unsure of how, how to find the courthouse, uh, <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious. And the anchor said, so you're agreeing, though, with that characterization that 90% don't show up? And he said, no, 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 that was a uh, sampling they took. We, we did our own sampling and found that 90% do show up. 90% show up. So you have the Secretary of Homeland Security saying 90% don't. You have a United States Senator saying 90% do. What is a citizen supposed to make of that? Good question. And, and, and 
And a you, media that's not really interested uh, in digging down and figuring it out for you. Please, no. They got a picture of a panda throwing an orange at a zookeeper that they're going to show you over and over again, or a car crash or something. Right. But again, to, uh, to my ongoing theme, a government that dishonest, that unresponsive, as, as John uh, Stewart was making it clear, you want to give them more and more power? I just don't get it. President Trump and former Vice President Biden have been verbally attacking each other in a back and forth that's laid bare the rising political stakes for each man. It's laid bare the lack of uh, discipline in America's third grade. (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable. Biden said uh, Tuesday in Iowa. Look, I I believe that the president is literally an existential threat to America for three reasons. One, uh, he is a genuine threat to uh, our, uh, our core values. And if you wondered about that, remember what happened in Charlottesville. While yesterday Biden was suggesting... Joe Biden is a dummy. I think Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. (laughs) And I like running against people that are weak mentally. I think Joe is the weakest up here. (laughs) As he points to his head. That's not helping. (laughs) And we've got 500... I mean, because Biden might end up being the nominee, in which case we actually have 510 days of 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 those two gentlemen... I may go deep, deep cover, <laughs> the, the jungles of Macau or something. You, I don't know. You can't say he's an exi- literally an existential threat to the country. Look at Charlottesville. Look at it. <laughs> Even if you want to make the uh, the most extrapolated view of damage caused by his comments around that, and I don't, um, it's not going to destroy the country. No. We're not going to cease to exist as a nation. No. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And I would say, after saying, yeah, he's a dummy, it's difficult to reduce our politics any further. Yeah, so the, the question We're is... We're at the lowest common denominator. Challenge accepted. So the, the, <laughs> Oh, boy. The question is, is that uh, a Biden gaffe? A word I'm very tired of. Or uh, uh, was that a strategy? He, or did he plagiarize it from somebody? Hmm, hmm. <laughs> Is it a <laughs> is it a strategy f- from Biden's camp of I want the news every day to be Trump and me arguing it out as if I'm already the candidate? Oh sure, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and because people are kind of you know sneaking up on him a little bit. There's a national poll out: yeah. B- Biden thirty, Bernie still in the high teens, but Warren up to fifteen now. Yeah, and uh, so maybe he just wants to make it look like to America: look, it's Biden versus Trump. And I'm giving him the rough side of my tongue, right? as you could hear. <laughs> you know, in the age of hyperbole, though, I find myself wondering, where do we go from he's literally an existential threat? He will end the country. The United the States will no longer exist. I guess the planet? The planet. Well, the, you got your uh, your uh, climate change people more oh, or yeah. less arguing sure. that. Although, I, I, you know, where does Biden go from there? He, he Donald J. Trump will eat your children. He will literally raw. He come, will literally eat your babies. He will literally come through your bedroom window and smother you with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> at night. And then he will... I take it at this point. He will eat your children alive like a lion eats an animal. He literally is a child eater. And, <laughs> and then Trump will say, I think he's a dummy. <laughs> Joe Biden is a dummy. He's a Trump stupid a idiot. Stupid dummy. A st- very, very <sighs> stupid dummy. Joe Biden is a dummy. The stupidest. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, it's hard to believe it's happening. <laughs> I heard it 15 times, and I'm still laughing. I know it. (laughs) So you got a deep fake that's good. I want to see this. Oh, are you kidding? I'm telling you. You will talk about this all day, my friends. And I, 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 
I, I, I, I, I will not engage in the age of hyperbole. This is no drama getty over here. Um, I'm telling you, this is astounding. Is this the one with the guy who hides his horns really well? Yes, okay. and okay. and the girl who yes. hides her boobs very poorly. Yes, yes, okay, yeah, yes. yeah these are... Woo-hoo. Stand by, my friends. I have no idea what you're talking about, yes. but it's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're going to talk to some smart people about Hong Kong today. Uh, the significance of that for China and the world. Oof. Yeah, I would suggest it's of a piece with China's aggression in the South China Sea and Russian aggression recently in the South China Sea as well, making it clear that that meeting between Xi and Putin recently was no tea party. Well, that's where that the the two ships just missing each other was exactly. in the south. Okay, yeah, okay. that was exactly the Philippine Sea, which is yeah the, the the neighborhood. So, and we've got a hilarious meme that has erupted on social media about a story we talked about yesterday. So we'll get to that at some point. Fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Antichrist, according to many theologians. Uh, <laughs> he uh, is the head of, of Facebook. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. He is uh, responsible for enormous amounts of data theft and sharing and, and fraud, as he made you believe that he cared about keeping your data private, um, but he doesn't. He, here is his actual voice. This is important to hear. Go ahead, Sean. No. T- look, here, here's what, t- what happened. In 2016, um, there was no doubt that we missed uh, something really important. Okay, right? so that's Mark Zuckerberg. This is entirely computer-generated, deep-fake Mark Zuckerberg. Keeping in mind, you're listening to the radio, I watched the videos, it is utterly convincing. It is Mark Zuckerberg talking, period. Now, I will point out that they didn't really have the guts to have these people saying something truly horrific. Um, And so they have them make reference to Spectre, which I think is the old evil organization in James Bond movies. So don't be distracted by that. But this is entirely fake. Mark Zuckerberg. When there's... Oops, that is not... That was the other one. This this is the one. Imagine this for a second. One man with total control of billions of people's stolen data. All their secrets, their lives, their futures. I owe it all to Spectre. Spectre showed me that whoever controls the data controls the future. So I would give that a B plus for sounding exactly like Zuckerberg. I haven't seen the video. Uh, the video is completely convincing. Yeah. It's just Mark Zuckerberg with his face moving. Um, and then this one, which I give a solid A to, this would be one Kim Kardashian. When there's so many haters, I really don't care because their data has made me rich beyond my wildest dreams. My decision to believe in Spectre literally gave me my ratings and my fan base. I feel really blessed because I genuinely love the process of manipulating people online for money. (laughs) Wow. So good. So good. We will have the link at armstrongandgetty.com. Is it under hot links, Hanson? Is that where you find it? Yes, under hot links. Excellent. And everything that exists today will be ten times better. Yeah, uh, Sean's showing Jack the video right now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. And everything that exists today will be ten times better in six months. 
Yes, yes, probably, or, or certainly, you know, uh, enough better that it will convince a huge portion of the population what's going on. Does Putin... especially in a time when you've got the uh, ostensibly leading Democratic candidate saying that Donald Trump will end America, and Trump replying that he's a dummy. I mean, I wouldn't have believed though neither one of those things was said five years ago. Now so much crazy stuff is being said. Yeah, this on top of it, nobody can believe anything. And you can already hear the improvement. The the previous most famous one of these was the Joe Rogan one talking about chimp hockey. Right. And there were digital... Which was both a great deep fake and a great sports idea. Yeah. You can hear the digital artifacts in his voice that are not present in these two most recent versions. So the, just in yeah. that short amount of time, it's noticeably different. They've combed them out pretty well. And who knows? I mean, it might all be about... Uh... Does Putin have the 10, 10 of the best people in the world working on this all day, every day? He probably does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what's going to drive it. It's a weapon. And, and like the history of weaponry. Uh, wow, that's a good way to look at powerful it. Powerful countries are going to spend as much time and money as they can to be a, a, a leg up on everybody else. Yeah. You know, I've been reading a fair amount lately about the French resistance and, um, and the uh, espionage during World War II and how incredibly difficult it was to send out signals because the Germans had gotten really sophisticated in, in uh, signal sensors and they could very, very quickly uh, triangulate your position and people would just get executed, caught and executed at unbelievable rates. And the point of the story was the, the incredible patriotism and courage it took to be doing this. But the point is, people of that era, which is, you know, some of them are still alive, not many at this point, but some of them are still alive, they would be flabbergasted by the state of technology and how it can expose and obscure the truth in the 21st century. Uh, where it leads us, I do not know. Uh, the, the, the warfare, uh, chaos, a planet of the apes, nobody's really sure. A planet of and for the apes. Right. So, and, and, and in that planet, on that planet, chimp hockey will be common. Well, speaking of people of that age... That fits into the hilarious meme that has taken off on social media. Oh, boy. So we had the story yesterday or day before where Justin Bieber, for some reason, challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. And our immediate reaction was, wait a minute. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there, but the idea of challenging someone 31 years older than you to a fight has caught on on social media. So everybody's figuring out who the celebrity is that's 31 years older than them and fighting them. Yes! One woman on social media said she finally has a chance to kick 72-year-old Sally Field's ass. Another guy dared 66-year-old Jeff Goldblum to catch some of these hands. A dude who goes by the name of Blaine Capich told 84-year-old Sophia Loren to cash me outside. Although one 36-year-old was troubled to find out his perfect match would be Liam Neeson. Maybe that's not the best idea. So, so like a lot of people, I went went to the computer to try to figure out who I would be fighting. Yes! And this is absolutely fantastic. I've, I've been looking forward to the opportunity for years, for instance, to uh, to <laughs> to get in the the square circle with Larry King and really give him what's worth. <laughs> oh, 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 that's perfect. You feeling froggy, Larry? <laughs> Go I, ahead and jump. I have nothing against Frankie Valley, but I think I could take him. <laughs> Wait a minute, Larry King, Jack Armstrong, <laughs> punching me in the face. Why? <laughs> we'll take your calls. Omaha, Jack Armstrong has me in a headlock. The Boston Bruins are going to triumph tonight. Trust me. I don't really want to punch Hank Aaron, 
Robert Blake was a childhood hero of mine from the TV Hank show Beretta. Aaron. Chance to fight Robert Blake finally. And then finally, I, I would never hit a woman, but if she hit me first, Tina Louise, Ginger from Gilligan's oh, Island. There's my chance. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. What a funny meme. <laughs> Who was before Robert Blake? Speaking of age. Uh, Hank Aaron, Robert Blake. Oh, I think uh, Hank Aaron could probably still whoop your ass. I'm not, I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hit Hank Aaron anymore. He's a strong... No, indeed, my God. I was a big fan. I've got my a man team of dignity and, and, and grace. Narrowed down to either Randy Quaid <laughs> or Stevie Wonder. I think you can see, prove me wrong. <laughs> he <Wait>. flinched. Uh, <laughs> he <laughs> flinched. <laughs> Wait a minute. And Randy Quaid is on the line. Sean <laughs> wants to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> a guy dared Jeff Goldblum to catch these hands. <laughs> Does anybody explain what the hell Justin Bieber's talking about anyway? No. Trying to fight somebody 31 years. And why do you want to fight Tom Cruise? What's <laughs> the matter with you, Justin? Anyway, good stuff on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.